0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocked big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Age of Gold, The California Gold Rush and the New American Dream. The Gold Rush, the comedic masterpiece of filmmaker Charlie Chaplin was released in 1925. The film tells the story of Charlie, a tramp who joins the gold rush in the American West, experiencing hunger, hardship, and dangers along the way. In the end, he becomes a wealthy man and wins a woman's heart. The film lodges itself in the public consciousness, because Chaplin uses the hardships of an everyday man to convey the context of a significant era. It provides a realistic and accurate interpretation of the characters in The Gold Rush. Audiences are always impressed by the scene in which Charlie cooks and eats his shoes due to hunger. In a hunger induced trance, Jim imagines Charlie as a turkey and tries to hunt him. These scenes make people laugh and understand the hardship and sadness that poor people faced at that time. The Age of Gold that we are discussing today will take you back to a legendary age in human history to look at the stories of bravery, tenacity, and toughness of everyday people affected by the gold rush they were both great explorers and speculators in pursuit of profit. Their experience was the beginning of the American dream and the best representation of the entrepreneurial culture that continues to influence the world. This era is the age of gold in America from 1848 to 1869 as noted in the book. The California Gold Rush of 1848 was the most interesting historical period in America. In the riverbeds of Sacramento, California, a carpenter stumbled upon a mineral particle that glittered with gold. It has since sparked the world's never-ending search for the land of gold. People of different countries and races participated in the gold rush, and experienced storms, disease, war, fire, as well as challenges from the darkest depths of human nature. This group of daring pioneers established a prosperous, orderly, and harmonious California from the wilderness, starting down the path towards the modern American society we are familiar with. How did the gold rush 170 years ago affect the U.S. and the world of universal wealth creation today? The Age of Gold gives a vivid and accurate narrative of gold rush history, where you will find both detailed and objective answers. H. W. Brands, the author of this book is a professor of history at the University of Texas in Austin. The school has awarded him the Jack S. Bland Sr. Chair in History. He is also a very well-known best-selling author in America. He is an incredibly gifted writer whose work has been shortlisted twice for the Pulitzer Prize. USA Today described him as the rare academic historian who can write like a best-selling novelist. Before this book, Brands published several works on American history and biographies of famous figures, such as The Money Man, capitalism, democracy, and the Hundred Years' War over the American Dollar and Greenback Planet, how the dollar conquered the world and threatened civilization as we know it. He is widely regarded as an experienced research expert in American history. In the age of gold that we will be talking about today, he still maintains the think-big, act-small writing style. At turning points in history, The author uses the intriguing stories of everyday people to connect a series of significant events in the course of America's development. The depth of history in this book along with fun stories provides a fresh perspective on the American gold rush and its impact. It is instructive for those of us struggling to navigate the opportunities of the current entrepreneurial boom. Next, we will explain the book in three parts. Part 1, Immigration to California Part 2 – From the Wilderness to California Part 3 – Recreating a New American Dream In Part 1, let's begin with a brief introduction of two essential events that provide context for this era, one being the American Westward Movement and the other being the Mexican War between the U.S. and Mexico. After the discovery of America at the end of the 15th century, Large numbers of immigrants from Europe and Africa flocked there, gradually forming the earliest American nation. The British government at the time imposed oppressive policies on the North American colonies, where some settlers migrated west to begin their initial expansion. By the end of the 18th century, after the American War of Independence, large numbers of capitalists, slave owners, speculators, and ordinary people embarked on another large-scale westward expansion of the territory to ease the conflicts and expand the domestic market. The westward movement became a development strategy for the whole country at that time. A concept called Manifest Destiny was introduced, which also became a value that advocated for American expansion in the 1840s. When America first became independent, it was not as big a country as it is today. Many of the U.S. territories that we know of today were acquired by the American government through purchase, annexation, and plunder. The most typical example was the Mexican War that broke out in 1846. American forces captured Mexico City very quickly. The Mexican government was forced to accept the cession, ceding a total of 2.3 million square feet of land in Texas, New Mexico, and California to the U.S., Just two years later, when the news of gold mines in California spread, the whole country exploded in scenes of jubilation. There was no doubt that the discovery of gold mines was a significant boost to the westward movement that had been going on in America for half a century. The pristine and fertile land made people see the possibility of changing their destiny. Countless people from far and wide abandoned their immediate livelihood and flooded into Coloma where gold was discovered. Gold seekers sold their fortunes, packed up and scrambled to buy boat tickets, flooding the American West with immigrants from Chile, Europe, and even from as far away as Australia and China. They imagined that their future would also glitter as splendidly and charmingly as the recently discovered gold. Gold mines in California were the most significant windfall of the era. However, The goal that people pursued while enduring considerable hardship did not necessarily yield the rewards that they were expecting. To reach their destinations, the majority of overseas adventurers needed to cross the Pacific Ocean in the isthmus and voyage around Cape Horn. At the time, competition in maritime trade put pressure on rapid development in shipbuilding techniques, ocean current research, and navigation technologies. The great discovery of gold sparked a literal frenzy in demand for new ships. As a result, clipper ships, vessels that were longer, taller, and faster were designed. The brothers Griswold spent $150,000 to build the Challenge, which was the world's longest ship, setting a record for the California run. Back then, even $60,000 was a hefty sum for building a vessel. However, The extreme climate variability at sea could not be subdued by human progress alone. In the Bahamas, a sailing ship could not go fast if it encountered the equatorial doldrums. The scorching tropical sun and the near stagnation of the voyage consumed the patience of people longing for the land of gold. After experiencing depression, anxiety, and torment, inexplicable diseases and death awaited them. In South America around Cape Horn, the sea again transformed into a demon from hell, producing waves that people had never seen before. Strong turbulence pounded the ship day and night, carrying vast amounts of energy that lifted the ship and slammed it down. The sails were torn, and people were pushed from one wave to another quickly. The boat was tossed up and down so rapidly that it made them seasick and caused them to vomit, running for their lives in a panic while being chased by the storm. Amid the unpredictable sea voyage, people also began to become irritable. The actual sailors had long since gone ashore for gold. Most of the temporary sailors were those who wanted to hitch a ride but knew nothing about navigation techniques. They were also poorly qualified and difficult to manage. Even on the challenge, the most advanced vessel at the time, there had been many riots and violent fights that resulted in heavy casualties. Hence, The author calls the journey to the bottom of the world and back. Since sea routes were treacherous, wouldn't it be more comfortable for gold prospectors to choose land routes? Land routes were almost used exclusively by Americans. The number of people who came into California by land far outnumbered those who came by sea, and they were an essential component of the history of American westward expansion. The overland journey for gold began on the Missouri River turning towns along the river into stopping points. The dramatic increase in population not only drove up prices, but also brought a deadly danger, cholera. Local drinking water and sewage systems had limited carrying capacity, so infectious diseases were spreading quickly. In St. Louis, the largest city along the emigrant trail, 2,000 people were killed by cholera alone in June 1849. Another risk of the journey came from the harsh natural environment of the West and the Native Americans who had been living there for generations. Even with plains, deserts, deep canyons, boulders and cliffs, people on the long trek were not in the mood for appreciating the scenery as they were always facing hunger and water shortages. The Native Americans set up roadblocks to collect tolls and even raided westbound convoys to loot properties, adding to the desperation of the gold seekers. Some set out in good health and strength, but arrived in the California plains with lifelong disabilities due to the journey being riddled with hunger and difficulties. Some stole food from the native people, causing fights that wiped out half of the caravan, and brothers were driven crazy by hunger and even turned against each other for the last piece of their father's remains. The journey carried dreams of wealth that countless people at that time pursued. Whether by water or by land, The hardships of the trip and the dark extent of human nature far exceeded expectations before the departure. Could the newly arrived gold prospectors in California make a lot of money after going through all those trials and tribulations? Yes, some people could. They obtained an early advantage and quickly filled their pockets with gold. But for most people, the real struggle had just begun. They faced many problems, such as adapting to the harsh local environment. Seizing a good position in the gold rush, and fighting to their death in the mines. But one of the most pressing issues was that they must be skilled in mining in order to succeed. Folks allowed the frenzy to go to their heads. Upon their arrival, they discovered that gold gathering was not as easy as they assumed. Many thought that picking up the gold and putting it in their pockets was all they needed to do. The traditional mining process involved directly filling a pan with sand and water mixing it into a slurry and shaking it back and forth to filter out the gold. New technologies were invented as a result of dwindling gold resources on the shallow earth's surface and the pressure of ferocious competition and time constraints on gold seekers. Placer mining gradually gave way to river mining, hydraulic mining, and quartz mining. Iterative upgrading of the new mining technology brought about one of the most critical changes in production methods in California, a shift from individual operation to cooperative mining. These new mining technologies were far more complex than merely using pans. Mining techniques such as going deep into veins, spraying with water cannons, building dams, and quartz sifting were no longer straightforward tasks that could be done by an individual. It also contributed to the re-establishment of the distribution rule in California, the land of gold. Miners who maintain their independence received diminishing income. Some miners returned home as soon as they made money, and more people began to work for wages for someone else, exchanging their time for labor and continuing to dream of becoming rich overnight. The robust gold mining industry also ushered in the age of gold like no other. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app